Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport Podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 207 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. We're super excited for the content we've got planned for you guys today. As always, this is a podcast about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of distraction. And this is our first episode of the new year. Uh, the date that this is being recorded is is still two, 2023. It's on the 12th of December or the 10th of December. Um, but we schedule our episodes well in advance so that we, you, we always make sure we have those coming out for you guys. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, this is a show for young believers who are looking to get married and looking to overcome the obstacles that lie between them and that goal. And also particularly young people who are looking to get married as young as they possibly can while still doing it in a healthy way. And there are not many resources for those of you who are in that camp. So this is going to be a hugely valuable resource for you. If you guys are just now discovering the show and you fall into that category, I would encourage you to keep listening. If you don't fall into that category, this show's not really made for you. And I would encourage you to perhaps find something that adds more value to whatever you're looking for. So without, with that caveat, uh, to kick off the new year, really excited to have Landon back joining me, um, on the first episode of, of season five, we are on the fifth year, um, since since this show has been started so this is a really amazing uh journey that we've had uh, we just did our spotify wrapped in the last episode lane and i sat down kind of walked down memory lane a little bit talked about all the things we've done with this show um lane i guess you've been here for a little over a year so how does that feel first of all to start us off feels great uh yeah happy to do it this is you know something that yeah, uh, if I wasn't doing it with you, I'd be boring myself out of my mind talking to myself. So, uh, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And, and talking in a way that gives other people value. If, if just you and I were to talk, which we do a lot on our free time, or if we'll, if we t- text or go to, over to one another's house, that adds value to each of us, but nobody else gets to benefit from it unless yeah. it's in the form of podcast. So really, really like doing this with you. Very grateful for you. It would be super lonely without you. Um, but today we're going to be doing a video review of Courtney Ryan, who we've reviewed before. She says just a lot of really, really solid stuff that I don't hear coming out of the, you know, the, I, the, you know, 
YouTube slash TikTok dating advice uh, in the world today. Most of what I hear coming from there is is a little bit sketchy to say the least. So she seems to be a voice of reason in, in all that ocean of chaos. So really like listening to her content recently. She also, for those of you who are young men looking to get married uh, soon and pursue uh, the goal of a, a lasting and permanent committed relationship with a woman, she gives awesome fashion advice. So go check out her fashion advice for you guys who are looking to just up your fashion game a little bit. Um, maybe you're not quite sure what to, what your style is, what you're looking for, but she gives awesome advice there. So go check her out on YouTube. Again, that is her heaviest presence that I've found. Um, so go check her out. But without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into this video. She's going to be talking about, um, I, I previewed the first like 30 seconds of this video to see if it was something that we would be interested in. And the reason I chose it was she's talking about something. Um, she's asking if men are in for a rude awakening when it comes to the to modern day divorce rates, and she's going to react to somebody who's going to claim that divorce rates are going to be start going back up. Uh, they've been going down for a few years now, actually uh, quite a few years, which is very encouraging. Um, but there are a couple things that I would throw in there. I, I do think the re I agree with her. I think you're going to hear her say in a minute that the reason divorce rates are going down is because fewer people are getting married, and so a fewer number of those marriages are ending in divorce, yes, but it's also due to the fact that not as many people are choosing the road of marriage at all. Um, so we'll talk about that kind of as we get into it. Without further ado, let's go ahead and... Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan. And today we are reacting to a TikTok, a bit of a heavier topic, but one that I think is really important to talk about nonetheless. So let's watch this together, reconvene, and I will tell you all of my thoughts per usual. Anyone who's not convinced yet that the big divorce is coming, just. I totally agree that the big divorce is coming and it's gonna be a rude awakening for men. Well, I hope it's the rude awakening that men have needed for thousands of years. Men are in for a rude awakening because I think women are just done. We, we've just gotten to the place where we're demanding more from our partnerships and the whole excuse of like, yeah, I know you need this, but I'm just going to ignore your needs for forever. It's just, it's running out. Like women are just tapping out by the masses because we realize that it hasn't changed and it's not going to change. And sometimes, sometimes I know in my personal life, I've experienced this, that when your ass hits the ground, you're forced to really look at your life in a new way. And I think that that's coming for men in a landslide. Like we, we saw Barbie, right? And I saw an attorney also make commentary on the fact that she thinks that Barbie is impacting or could be impacting women getting divorced because women are so sick and tired of being mistreated, of not being appreciated, of being taken advantage of. And then at the end of the day, feeling controlled in some way, shape or form with money, finances, decision-making, or just not living the big life that they want to be living. And a lot of women feel like that the center of that unhappiness is men. So I'm with you, Mal. I think the big divorce is coming and hope. I, I do believe the great divorce is coming. I, I just, I, can't, I personally can't wait because I think we need a rude awakening. By we, I mean men. Dude, so she's going to give her take on that woman uh, in a second, but naturally you and i are gonna find issue take issue with a lot of things she said there first of all she said she she flat out just admitted um you know openly she she was seeming to suggest that divorce was a good idea particularly for women 
uh, and a lot of what she was saying there and that men basically had something coming down the pipeline for them that was a long time in the making due to their own poor decisions and not treating women right and all this stuff, which, and don't get me wrong, there are a lot of bad guys out there and just like there are a lot of rough women out there. And so um, I'm not, I'm not slamming people who have had a divorce when I say this, I'm not condemning people who have, you know, done that at all. But what I am saying is that that is not a recommended road. Uh, that you, that I don't think anybody should aim for. Um, certainly not what Laney and I are aiming for. Certainly not what anyone is aiming for. And we actually, and I, I know Laney will tell you the same in a second, but we actually started our marriage uh, putting on the table that divorce was not going to be an option for us mm -hmm. because not only of the amount of heartbreak and devastation that wreaks in the life of our children that are, that are going to come into the world, but also um, just the the amount of inward trauma that a divorce comes with for the people who engage in that divorce. So if you if you swear in front of God and people to spend the rest of your life with somebody and adopt, you know, problems should you choose to break that vow, you're going to be you're going to be facing those problems. There's no escaping from them should you choose to, you know, annul the the relationship to divorce your partner so uh, naturally it's just going to be a huge soul severing it's going to be a huge toll soul tie breaking and even minor minor soul ties being broken i would argue are huge deals and and very traumatizing events so naturally that's just not something that i would it ever imagine being a good thing now i'm not saying i would kind of add the caveat here that i'm not saying that divorce is never necessary in case of extreme you know abuse or neglect or rape or something like that. But I am saying that it is never a good thing. You cannot make divorce a good thing for me because I've seen divorces in my life. Lots of my family have, um, you know, extended family have, have gone through that and it's very difficult on them and, and they will tell you just as much. So Landon, what are, what's kind of your reaction to what that woman was saying right off the bat? I mean, for the first time in my life, I'm going to have an empathetic take on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just sounds like she's hurt and honestly, like, yeah, you can tell when when not and not just women because you hear this from men too. I'm not gonna yeah, turn absolutely. this into a uh, you know yep. all women you know bash women type of thing. Yep. Um, I hear this all the time from old guys you know that have been yep. through divorced about how much um, they just women are they're all the same and blah 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 and it's just you know it gets annoying. But yes, um, there's a there's an empathetic side of me that is like this poor woman went into marriage expecting something that it wasn't. And right. um, I think that that is most of the time the reason for failing marriages. Um, yeah. you, you, you and your spouse did not go in with the same idea of what that marriage was going to be. Um, mm. And, and you know, we're supposed to join together as one, even if you're not um, religious. Like in Christian culture, the whole point of a marriage is to cleave together and become one flesh. Yes. Um, yes. But even if you're not religious, I think that's the only way that you can make a marriage work is if you have that same mindset. Um, mm. So when we think about it in the way of, you know, um, coming together and being one flesh, there is no option to separate that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the scripture says what God has joined, no man can separate. So yeah. there isn't an option to separate those. Like what me, you said, me yes. and uh, my wife and you and your wife, we went in and yes. said, listen, this is not an option for us. Um, if we're going to do this, we become one. Um, mm -hmm. And it fixes both people's problems. So her, it sounded like her biggest gripe with her ex was that he did not show her affection or that he didn't do what she needed him to do. Mm. But 
if both of you have the attitude of this is a single unit, we have become one, then it isn't he's not doing it for me. It's what can we do to help me yeah. through this? And the man yeah. will be in the same mindset. And if they're not, that needs to be fixed. Um, but but again, you can't separate what God has joined together. Yeah. There's no, and I, I hesitate, yeah. It, it, it really is. It's a complicated issue, and it's an issue that people are very emotionally involved in uh, because, you know, people have various experiences with divorces, and they have very various reasons for those divorces that they have seen undergone. Um, some of some of those divorces happened because there was some very extreme um, danger to one party or the other for whatever reason, and there was a there was a deceit involved uh, or how, in how the marriage began or something like that. And those 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 situations are just very very messy and hard. Um, but the point Lane and I are trying to make is that woman just explicitly said that divorce was a great thing for a lot of women. And that is never the case. I would say that's never the case. Even if it's the best option you have on the table because of a series of choices you've made that have led you to this point, it's never the best option. Divorce well, is not a good option the, ever. It's a bad option. The analogy yeah. that comes to my head is, you know, you've become one body. Um, yeah. Now, now let's put this into very literal term. Like, uh, let's put this into very literal terms so that we can understand what we're talking about here. Um, you are one body. If you are single, you are physically one body. You know, yeah. so imagine you have a uh, cancerous tumor in both your legs or something that cannot be repaired, and they sever that. Now, mm -hmm. you can make the argument that that was the best option. You know, and, and you can set and tell people that, you know, that's the only thing that they could do. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'm not going to make a judgment based off of that. But you cannot say that it wasn't traumatic just because yes, it had to exactly. be done. Exactly. There's still trauma yes. when it comes to that stuff. So we, we yes. have to, you can't just downplay it and act like it's a good thing because yes, sometimes exactly. it's necessary. Hi, guys. This is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. Sometimes it's yes. necessary is not a reason to be so uh, lackluster in your approach to it. Yes, absolutely. One, that was a very good analogy, dude. I mean, I was thinking the amputation route as well. I mean, that might be necessary to keep you from dying, but it's not a good thing. Nobody in their right mind would say amputation is a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it saves your life, yes, but it's not, a, it's not your best road. It's not, a, it's not even a good road. Just by mm -hmm. definition, amputation is like a good road because you're gonna you're gonna be missing something that you're. It's gonna be incredibly hard for you to function without, despite the fact that you're still gonna be alive. So definitely agree with that. That's Lane and I's take. Divorce is not a, a good thing, um, but let's see what she says because I think Courtney Ryan is gonna kind of move into the discussion here about a term that woman used called the Great Divorce, and she's not talking. I think she's gonna tell you it's not the C.S. Lewis book, but <laughs> it's it's this idea that. <laughs> that there is a huge that divorce is basically on a rise and that there's going to be a huge influx of the the numbers of divorces that we're seeing uh in the coming years and uh, you know I'm hopeful that that's not the case and um you know we'll, we'll just go, Lane and I will kind of hash out why we think what we think on that issue but let's hear kind of what her take is real quick yeah not a very refreshing or fun video i think this is important it's a definitely a deeper topic, but I've seen this discussion happening a lot and I wanted to share a bit of a different perspective. So yes, as she said, there've been a ton of people saying that the great divorce or the big divorce is coming. What is the great divorce you might be wondering? Well, it's, it's not the book by C.S. Lewis, okay? But a new term being used to describe a predicted widespread divorce increase. Now, according to statistics, and I'll pop them on the screen for you so that you can see, the divorce rate is going down. 
But I think a big contributing factor to the divorce rate declining is that marriage rates are also declining. So I think it's important to mention that as well when people say that, oh, well, the divorce rates are decreasing. Well, that's a big part of that is because less people are getting married. Um, so I, I think that's an important you know note to make there. But getting into it, I think this is a rude awakening for both men and women. And I'm going to explain all the reasons why. But I also want to mention that this is an incredibly nuanced topic marriage, relationships, dating. It's all so nuanced. It's not black and white. No hate to these creators. There's a ton of people talking about it. So this is not directed at them specifically. I think this is just a general conversation I want to open up. To get online in a video and to say that, you know, men are in for a rude awakening or that men are entirely to blame for divorce is, it's uneducated. And and I think it could actually be harmful. I don't think it's actually helpful for women at all to say that men are 100% to blame or the only ones that are in for a rude awakening. I think if you fail to reflect, to take accountability for the role that you played in a marriage um, and, and the choices that you made that led you there, you know, how can you learn from that? And make sure that your future relationships are more successful and more... Um. Something she said there kind of reminded me there was a situation when I was a child. I mean, I was like, I was probably like seven. I mean, I was really young and, uh, you know, I was presented with, you know, there was some conversation among the adults about how a divorce had happened. And, and of course uh, my immediate reaction was, well, that's just awful. You know, little, little seven-year-old me, well, that's just awful. Why did they do that? Um, you know, and me being just totally uninformed, I had no idea, you know, anything, you know, I was just a, third party observer. I didn't know these people at all. Um, my, my reaction was just, why did they do that? Because I'm, I'm imagining being left by my partner or, uh, and something like that. And of course, what, there's no excuse for them to do that. Right. And there's just this, this emotional reaction as a kid. I wouldn't like it. If my parents got divorced, there's no excuse for that. Why would, why would somebody else's parents get divorced? And I like how she talked about the nuance there just because people have had just such, such crazy and weird experiences, you know, um, even, as as a listener, you've probably you're probably having people pop to mind as I say that. There's just a variety of experiences that people have um, with, with divorce. So um, when I when Landon and I said that earlier that it's just not a good thing. Again, I just want to reiterate: we're not condemning people or um, you know accusing people of, of of doing something you know so so terrible um, who have gotten a divorce. All I'm saying is this is just not a good thing. It's just not a good thing, and it, I'm very wary of cultural movements or TikTok videos that present divorce as an actually a good option. Like they, they make it, they kind of uh, deify it, so to speak, and make it this wonderful thing. And, and th anybody who's been through that will tell you it's just, a, it's a terrible thing. Not only because lawyers are taking your money uh, to separate you from the person who at one time you love the most, but just because um, the life of your, your kids are, are affected, there's emotional trauma that goes with that, like Landon said. So again, I'm just saying it's not a good thing. Um, but Lana, she mentioned there that the, the divorce rates are, they're either going to go up or down or maintain their current rate. And, and there are a lot of people saying that there's going to be a huge influx of divorces coming up in, in the coming years. So what do you think, what do you think about that? And um, what's kind of your take on that as far as, do you think there are going to be more divorces in the coming years because, uh, for just any reason, do you think there's going to be more divorces? I mean... I'm trying to, you know, rack my brain and figure out what the catalyst would be to cause yeah. this change. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but the lost 
the loss of godliness in a culture is going to lead to stuff like this. Um, I think that our culture around marriage has lost um, the intention that it should have for marriage. Um, I think that in order to, whether it's going to or not raise or, you know, whatever, if the rate is going to go up, um, whether it is or not, we have to go back to a time where we actually educate the proper meaning of marriage. Mm. Um, yeah. This is this isn't just a way to uh, live with the person that you you know want to sleep with, or a way to just you know get that tax benefit, or to spend more time with somebody. You know, this is a real connection and a real joining. Um, yeah. And and I think that if we can go back to a more traditional view of how we teach people about marriage, um, yeah. then it, we we won't see such a change. Um, which is what I hope for. Um, I also think that we're starting to see movement back to tradition. Um, I know in our generation there, you know, there's more people pursuing tradition. I think the generation after us will continue that trend. Um, and I think that that will be helpful to lower the uh, rate of divorce more than it will to, you know, raise it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that our our group is, uh, you know, moving people forward to a more traditional view. Right. And and that's something that I think the church, and I don't mean, you know, a local body. I mean, the church is in the body yeah. of Christ is doing a really good job of um, just keeping marriage as a protected institution and relationship. And, and they, they, they do not have a good attitude towards divorce uh, as a general rule. Now they, as I said, there's lots of nuance there and they're not going to condemn people for, for who, who find themselves in a terrible position for getting a divorce. But what they are going to do is they're going to draw some very clear lines on the, uh, what a marriage should be. And one of those things is permanent. I mean, a marriage mm-hmm. should be permanent for a number of reasons. Yeah. Um, but something that I found interesting um, is just how many kind of you brought up why people are getting divorced here and and she brought that up as well and I think the only reason that there would be an uptick is if we make divorce easier to do and so yeah. and more, here I, I looked up a couple stats for you guys these are the states according to Google so this could be if, if this is flawed my bad I don't want to spread misinformation but these are the states that Google says have no fault divorce in this country so Nevada Wisconsin Indiana Michigan Virginia Minnesota Kentucky Vermont Hawaii Montana Oregon Iowa and Nebraska I looked up Ohio because that's where I'm from just out of curiosity and they have a weird mix so they it can be fault and no fault divorce so they have like a both option but these are the states where I'm under the impression that for any reason mm-hmm. on your screen, these states believe that for any reason you can get a divorce. Yep. Literally for any reason. And so I would argue that in these states, you're going to see an uptick in divorces because when you're in a marriage, anyone who tell, will tell you, when you're in a marriage, you're going to encounter problems. I mean, there yeah. are things that are going to come up that are going to be frankly downright uncomfortable. And the easy way out is to just leave. The easy way out is to bail and to find somebody new and to be with that person until the, until new problems arise. That's the easiest way to, to go about life. Uh, in the sense of you won't have to solve you know hard problems with your partner. Now, it's I wouldn't say it's easier in the sense that it leads to easier you know life consequences because when you do that over and over, you're not going to have a lasting relationship. If you enter relationships and and leave them when they get difficult, you're going to skip from partner to partner to partner to partner to partner and leave every time the, at the first sign of trouble. And so you're never going to know the joys of a truly lasting and intimate relationship. And so in that sense, I would say that that um, people who don't solve problems are not. It's not an easy way to live. Um, 
But my point is that I think the only way we would start seeing an uptick in divorces, I think the main reason we would start seeing an uptick in divorces is that is if we made divorce easier. And I think divorce should be made as hard as possible. I mean, that's the point of marriage, right? To make, to kind of lock yourself into this commitment and say, may all these consequences fall on my head if I had even attempt or think about leaving you. Um, so I, I think the harder we can make it to get a divorce, the better. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I do want to be sensitive around this topic because I know there, there are spouses who are being abused and who are being mistreated, who are being, um, you know, physically, they're, they're physically in danger. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, I'm leaving room for nuance there. Like, like Courtney Ryan pointed out. But what I am saying is that I think as a general rule, it, there should be a, there should be a serious problem in order to, for divorce to be even, uh, considered by, and when I say serious, I mean, very, very serious. I don't well, mean unless there has to be um, reasonable people making these rules. I mean, right now we have a single-party divorce law, um, no fault. Yeah. One person yeah. goes in, says, I want out, and everything's yeah. done with no fault. Um, yeah. the, you know, these divorce hearings are not quick. I mean, Lord have mercy. I, yes. I have a friend yes. at work who's going through something, and, you know, his his divorces went on for a year. Like, yes. the court cases went on for a year. It's not quick, so there should yeah. be a um you know if we're going to do this right we have to do it with an actual case we have to build a case of why we why this yeah. divorce should be you know um put yeah. through and who's at fault and who's not um and that will keep us from having just um very lackluster uh, approaches to marriage and and you know people not taking it seriously all right, guys, that is where we are going to wrap up this episode. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, reach out and let me know what you thought of it through the link in the show notes. You can send me a personalized audio voice message giving me thanks, comments, questions, feedback, an alternate perspective, your story, anything at all. We would love to hear those. It makes us feel super connected to you guys as audience members, and it makes the podcasting system two-way. You can also follow the Restoring Report podcast on Instagram and Facebook if you're interested in the content we post there as well. So thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.